Welcome to the Rad Dude Cast. My name is Brendan Ayer. This is the podcast where three just great friends, well, two great friends and one idiot, me, they don't like me, uh, sit around, talk, Nothing discuss, to do with you the being big, an idiot. discuss the big topics, the small topics, everything you want. It's like being inside a comedian's brain. I'm joined, as always, by Anthony DeVito and Greg Stone. Uh, and, and I'd like to apologize for today's episode uh, being delivered a little late. If you don't follow my Instagram, the reasons were made clear. Uh, Greg was involved in a sword fight with a Spaniard, and uh, Anthony uh, has a as a bad case of uh, uh, his penis continues to get larger, but uh, never so large as so that it cannot still please a woman. It's a devastating disease. Welcome aboard. Board, uh, gentlemen, of course, today we are talking impeachment and Valentine's Day or anything else that comes up. Yeah. Hey, what I'm is happening? Gonna, what the hell is going on here with this podcast? Talking about Brendan was Brendan was trying to do a concise introduction, but I've got I've got things to say. First of all, did did you watch the I didn't I, I Brendan Brendan did this Instagram story. And then he texted me and he goes, man, did you watch my video? I think I did a good one. So then I went, yeah, I watched it, man. You left him with a real cliffhanger. And then it turned out I just, I didn't hit the button right. Yeah, I only I saw the it. first 20 seconds of it. 15. I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. As soon as you said cliffhanger, I went, there was clearly more to the story that he didn't, that he didn't watch. Because <laughs> no, I think I, um, I uh, when I reposted it, Instagram only lets you do a couple seconds. No, they come in parts, Anthony. <laughs> as you, you know, if you've noticed, they're broken up into fifteen-second parts. So when you re, you reposted it before watching, yeah. reposted it, and then saw that the fifteen seconds that you reposted, you didn't see the. And as a man who does a, or is known for your four-minute chit chats, you should be on top of this. <laughs> well, I only know how to do my chit chats. I've never, mm. I've never, <laughs> never, I've never. Uh, I don't know about other people's chit chats. I'm glad. That <laughs> They're out there. I'm glad you're doing them. But um, yeah, so I'm, you know, well, thanks for doing that. And Greg, what's your issue? You were like, what the hell's going on with this podcast? Oh, we got this whole new setup thing I guess we're doing, which is which is good, I guess, about telling people what the podcast is. Yeah. And I feel like we got to do that. Yeah, we well, have. I did think that was uh, the <laughs> major discussion <laughs> yeah. we had. Yeah. Uh, I no, could retract it. Meeting about it. <laughs> we did? <laughs> About yeah, man, doing you what? were there, you were vocal, you were a large part of this meeting. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know we were doing a. Uh, oh, I didn't know you do a description in the beginning of what we we're doing. Um, I'm fine with it. It just seems like I'm mad. I'm not mad. I. It no, does I, seem I just, like you're. You know, I'd say I'm not mad. I'm I just feel I'm now. I feel that I'm chained now. <laughs> I'm chained now to these things we have to do. I said and more, and I and said right, we I'll, might not even get and, to that. But I, 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 Anthony was very clear. He thinks subject-oriented material might be the way to go. Right. Yeah. Look, yeah, I'm, right. I could care less about a growing population. I'm happy with the fellas and gals that we got. I, this is, I'm looking out for you, Greg, because I know you want you want more guts and glory than what I we want, got. Something I want in. clickbait. We got to be clickbait. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You want the clickbait fame that a hot take podcast provides. What I want is I you to understand that <laughs> I, I want to understand why you have all the lights out in your house and a blinding light in your face and you think that's lighting. 
You clearly, what is he, what is happening over there? <laughs> well, because you can't miss Greg. Well, something, my, first of all, sorry, my iPad is ringing like crazy. I don't know how to turn this thing off. Every time I get a phone call, it goes through every machine I that I own. It's Apple does nightmare. that. <laughs> but regardless of that, Greg, so I, once again, Brenda, I think you know this, I spilled coffee all over the computer that I just got. So that thing is in the shop, probably be in the shop for a month. Apple's running me circles. Um, so Greg, uh, nice guy that he is, gave me one of his extra laptops. I don't know why he has a hundred computers, but he does. <laughs> this thing is the size of a flat screen television. It's so large that uh, my my ring light ugh, can't fit on my desk with this thing because it's not as compact as my other computer. So I got to use my goddamn desk lamp, which really uh, lights up my face. Right. It's a 16 inch MacBook Pro from 2011 that God bless Mr. Tom Bono gave to his dad works. His stepdad works for like some company that does like not stepdad, father-in-law works yeah. for some company where they like wipe stuff and he gave it to me. And that got me through 90% of my life. But then when, uh, but I just got a new computer and that thing, that thing's still working. I, I pulled the trigger on the computer before I needed to get rid of it, Man. but that thing's working pretty good. And so this you got it now. Puppy roars. Yeah, I don't know right? how to handle a machine. Pretty good, right? Yeah. I'll tell you when you delete something on this thing, it's got it's like a car with uh what are they called? I mean, I know I know they're brakes. You could have a turbo or with <laughs> brakes. Brakes is what you were Height looking brakes, for. Height brakes, right? Height brakes. Isn't that what? like a uh, when people go, oh, these brakes are tight. Do people say that? Are tight you, brakes. Yeah, sure. Tight, yeah, I mean, why the computer brakes, tight brakes? But why the no? When bragging about cars, it's not often like you don't get a bunch of car heads going around going, "I'm running, I'm running 800 horses under the hood," and some other guy goes, "My brakes are proficient." Uh, <laughs> You've never not, watched not Kevin James quick. the crew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can <laughs> stop on a dime. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying, what yeah, I'm saying is, is the, the the delete key is tight, man. You'll go to delete one letter, it'll delete a whole sentence for you. That's what I mean. Oh like, no, you I spilled get... coffee on it. That's what happened there. <laughs> That's the sign of a sticky key from some man. coffee. You already got coffee on that computer. You haven't had it 48 hours. That's the delete thing. button was not tight like that. No. I got close with some tzatziki sauce last night. I'll be honest, but nothing happened. That's the best thing about Anthony is that uh, he is a, he is a, a manufacturer's dream because when he breaks something, he thinks it's a feature. Like, man, they got these new delete buttons. Delete your whole goddamn page. It's great. You press it once, lose all your work. Yeah. You know what I like? And it's, this computer is all like a, it's like a, it has a self-driving trackpad, which I'm loving. Self-driving. Oh yeah, again, that's coffee. Yeah, you coffee. Put you coffee still, on you my computer. Coffee. Yeah, and I still need. It's not like a for you forever thing. I mean, if you sure, if your computer, if you don't get the other computer, uh, you can geez. borrow that. But I'd like to try to get it back in some kind of. I'd like to cut back to that. You think that car heads are talking about tight? Are talking about tight brakes? No, thing. no, I don't think they're car heads. Car heads aren't sitting here like. Sitting there like, what do you got? Nitrous? Ah, rack and pinion steering. <laughs> Anti-lock brakes. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah. You you put in a That's twin turbo. Great, dude. I've got child safety locks. Okay. <laughs> I just meant that tight brakes were a car that was a, a part of car terminology. That's all I meant. Kirk, it's not I wouldn't say it's car terminology. I think it's like to describe something in a car. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I think that's a reach for that one. So tight. So saying 
So tight breaks is not a thing people say. A salesperson wouldn't approach you and say, <laughs> you wouldn't say this car has tight brakes. A salesperson isn't going to say that. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I, I think honestly, like, it's like, uh, I guess if I could put it this way, like if we're doing it in terms of computers, it's like tight brakes would be the equivalent of like, hey, man, this thing's capable of email. Like, the brakes should be tight. You know what I mean? Mention right. it. Mention it if they are otherwise. Do you know mm. the brakes should stop you as you hit I them see. tightly? You know you got to mention the brakes are pretty loose on this. Thing. <laughs> like I, I'm halfway I, I through the intersection. Because uh, uh, I mean I don't know. I, I do. I bet. I bet there is some interesting brake talk. And and uh, none of us are are big time car guys. Uh, yeah, I bet there is some interesting well, brake talk uh, in like like uh, drifters and like Jim Connor guys, like can can block like that type of shit. Because yeah. I think brakes are very important there, where you have to like hit the brakes and release the brakes and drift and do all that shit. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe they're doing some brake inspection talk. Drifting is is a com- if I know from crash team racing, drifting is complicated, and not every animal can do it equally. <laughs> Man, you gotta get you gotta get Mario Kart. Enough of this bullshit. I know. Enough. We we cannot, Greg. I don't think we can really like uh, allow this any longer for this Crash Bandicoot racing. You gotta get Mario Kart. <laughs> they don't. Well, they stopped making switches. They did not. <laughs> they did not they did not make stop making switches it was harder to get one in the very beginning of COVID which is now a year ago they were a little bit sold out because of COVID as everything wasn't happening but they did not stop making switches you want right, to switch? Well, I'll take, you probably this guy's got so many extra pieces of technology in his home I wouldn't be surprised if Greg has 13 switches on him I don't be surprised if Greg's got a Nintendo Jumbo Switch <laughs> I also want to backtrack. Uh, I I I do want to backtrack from the tight brakes issue to the um, to the fact uh, that I want to know what you were working with previously that Greg has given you a 16 inch screen, (laughs) which you described as a what did he just call it? Greg? Yeah, yeah. a widescreen television. (laughs) I hate to take his side on this. God knows I hate to take it. The man's brain is looser than a bunch of mashed potatoes watered down. But I'll tell you, his the 13 inch in comparison to 16 inch, the 16 inch is a big daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it does it's, look pretty big. It's, it's even the key, yeah, like it, there's the keyboard ends and then there's just space on the side. And it's yeah. it's a it's a I mean it's a good four and a half pounds. Part of me thinks Greg has done this on purpose. He's trolling my height. Cause you gotta I do. see. I want my, you to feel smaller. You gotta see my little cat paws try to type on this thing. <laughs> he, it really, it really looks weird. He comes yeah, in. It's like, when, it's like in Big. They're gonna have to play the keyboard on Big. He's just yeah. dancing around. It does look like that. This computer has been bullying me all day. Yeah. He comes in every <laughs> night with a slightly larger computer and sneaks it in. So you think you're shrinking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, this is a uh, uh, man. This guy. Uh, he'll, every he'll take every step that he can to try to to bully me you know now uh let's uh now uh let's let's dive right in uh valentine's day uh as we all know uh a uh made-up holiday you know created by big the big cunnilingus and fellatio corporations you know for the Mm -hmm. get get, people get their yearly uh 
blowjobs, uh, eat outs uh, out of the way on Valentine's Day. Anyway, thoughts on the holiday, uh, expectations, things you did. Go ahead. Hit me. Well, I'll let Greg go first because I've had a lot of time here. Well, I'll tell you this. Clearly, no one did their homework and no one has anything prepared. So we just went right down. Brendan said, I'll let Anthony start. Anthony said, hot potato right over to Greg. But no, guess no, what? I, I didn't. I don't got shit either. All right. I, have, I do have something to say. Oh, go ahead. Um, no, no. I have something to say, but I, I felt like I'd spent so much time talking about this, uh, describing this computer and the idea of tight breaks that I monopolized this whole podcast. No, I love listening to hear you um, talk. Especially people that have come here for, for hot takes, man. We're a well, hot take cast now. I, I thought I had a hot cake of a joke that nobody cared about. Where because everyone always says Valentine's, oh, that's it's just the stooge or the big greeting card companies. And I changed it to the you know the fellatio and cunnilingus companies. Nobody cares. Oh, I didn't mm. even see that, man. I, I accepted that as that's what it is. I had no idea. Well, did, um, so you accepted that there were fellatio and cunnilingus corporations. Well, yeah, the porno industry, <laughs> right? All right, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but Greg, go ahead. You had a thought. Uh, yeah, it's a two-parter, but both are very quick. Great. One, I did absolutely nothing for Tito on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and when I say nothing, I mean nothing. Like, I just completely... F- Our wedding anniversary is on the 15th. So oh, we don't really, please. we also don't do Valentine's day because it's my mom's birthday. Right. And what we'll usually do is we'll plan when Valentine's day come, we both get nervous <laughs> and we go, neither of us did anything. Let's <laughs> yeah. plan. And then in a month we'll do something. Cause we right. also don't like to go out to eat on those sure. days. It's hard after dining. Yeah, yeah. But on this, let me tell you, man, on this, uh, I forgot to do everything. Um, I, and I like to be romantic and Tita is not, she's not really into that, into anything. Um, so I dropped the ball, but I want to tell you about the worst Valentine's. Did I ever tell you about this? High school? I, was, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I can't it. wait. Um, I was dating a girl uh, I was uh, in love with. She had broken up with me mm. about three or four weeks, maybe a month or two in, uh, before. Valentine's Day comes and just random. And she was like, do you want to hang out? You know, we're both single. You want to just, you know, like she kind of wanted to see me. Now, looking back, it was like, oh, it was Valentine's Day and you felt alone. So you went back to the ex-boyfriend who knows. Anyway, she wanted to meet up to talk. So I was like, all right, we can meet up to talk. And yeah. I was like, where do you want to go? And she was like, I don't know. Let's just go to Pizza Hut or something. Right. So we went yeah. to Pizza Hut. Waiter walks over and goes, can I help you guys? And I was like, yeah, well, yeah. What? Uh, was it one of the ones, sorry to interrupt. Was it one of the ones with the salad bar? They're all, they all got the salad bar. Got salad bars. Awesome. Okay. Keep going. Oh, keep going. oh my God. <laughs> Because they've taken some of those away, it and I, I love salad bars. You just take right away from my story. I, I right raised my hand. You could have said no questions. You could have said no the questions. Air, the, the, you know, I'm not going to keep talking with a guy who's worried about his hand. I, as I can't keep talking now, as Anthony's lips are moving, <laughs> and I'm like, I know now. I have to pull over to the side. It's like a little kid holding his penis. It's like he's one of you. We're going to pee in the back seat. So uh, no, we like, have to I, stop the trip. I like to think about it. It's, it makes me fun to think about. Uh, it makes me feel good to think about the sal- all those old salad bars because they were nice, man. Those are good no, salad man, you're bars. You're thinking of Charlie Brown's. Charlie Brown's is a salad bar place. And there are no salad bars anymore because of COVID. 
Anthony, no, no, you, deep, okay, go ahead. This, I, this is what you're doing to my story? This? <laughs> I love salad bars, man. They used to have them at Wendy's, you know. You're gonna, and no, that was a fixin's bar. That was not a salad no, bar. No, 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 no. Never no. Had a salad they bar. had the salad bar. They had the salad bar, and then uh, what would happen was the old guys would, would come in and get coffee and eat croutons right. all now, day long. You're all going to bed without a story. That's no, what I'll I tell want you that much. Story. I want Anthony, you story. go ahead, Anthony. Maybe I you'll say something that'll spring everyone to action. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say, Brenda, man, when you got one of those, you put that in the chat. You you would send that yeah. one up. You would privately send that one to Michael. Hey, man, they never make any pizza without salad bars, and Michael get back to you on that one. Well, you got what I'm the master of, and you guys are not good at is yeah. the real quick under talk, right? Mm. So if Anthony's going on about his story, I just go, "Was there a salad bar there?" You just go, "Was there a salad bar there?" And you go, "No salad bar." And here's what happened: you don't go, "Hold up." <laughs> And Mike, I swear to God, See, that's a full. No, that's the fixing. Fixing. Oh, bar. that's no, that's the full salad bar. That's the full salad bar. See salad bar in the Wendy's, Wendy's salad bar. Yep. Yeah. Now, anyway, keep going with the story. Fantastic no, answer. The not question. good enough. And so it's you're at, like, you're you're with this lady. No, with this lady. You love Anthony. Her. What were you saying? What were you saying? Anthony? So I really am so excited for the end of this story, but I'm laughing so hard about the chain of events that have happened so far. It's not good enough of a story to take such like we just took we just stopped at a rest stop when we were going three blocks away. That's how far the story. This wasn't a great enough story to have such an elaborate uh, 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 rest stop. Right. So I'm going to end the story and you're going to be like, well, why do we even go here? It was only supposed to be around the block. It was just a quick one. (laughs) Can I tell you what happened? This is what happened. And I apologize. I'm hungry. And you got to talking about Pizza Hut, and I love the salad bar at Pizza Hut. (laughs) So I immediately, my hand shot up. And then once my hand was shot up, I go, I'm fucking the story up. But I do want to hear about the salad bar. Anyway, I beg of you. I don't care if we're just going through. It's blocks. fine. I'm going to tell the story, but okay, when I, when I finish the story, no, it's going to be like, yes. it's not shit. good enough. It. Right. It's not a good enough story. It was just, what I like to do is I like to call like these little volley stories. Gets us yeah. going, gets yes. us going. Yes. But if you take the air out of the car, I know. You know the story sucks. I apologize that I will Your not ask about salad bars anymore. It doesn't need an apology. It doesn't need, need an apology. It, need an apology. it needs need to change. Change. Here we go. Talking about cars again. Oh, oh man. my god. I All just right. love that this is what happened when we tried to talk about current events. <laughs> <laughs> we switched over we switched over formatting to try to reach a broader audience. And clicks. here we are screaming at each other about, <laughs> about Craig telling a story. Please, but go ahead. I am very excited. I don't care about this lengthy rest stop trip that we've took. I'm so happy to get to a block away. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean it's right. So anyway, we sit down, me and the girl, we're we're sitting down and we're kind of like talking about the relationship with like, you know, have you have you been single and she's like ah you know mm-hmm. i don't know i think i miss you and i'm like yeah i think i miss you too you know like kind of sad shit anyway uh waiter comes over and uh i want to say in the history of rude things a waiter could say my i don't know that any other waiter can beat this one he just sits down and goes yeah like i get you and i go you know i'm kind of sad we'll do the we'll do the meat the meat lovers <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh and he goes so do you take all of your valentine's day dates to pizza hut and like what a dick I mean, my heart was broke. This girl had broken up to me, right, and right. I said to him, "I went, dude, what the fuck are you? What the fuck are you?" I was like, "This bitch broke up with me, right?" <laughs> and then he walks away, and she goes, "Bitch," <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, you got to understand that this is like a hard situation yeah. here." 
And, um, you know, that's the, yeah, that's the whole thing. Is it like, and then he, we did whatever I, we didn't, uh, I tipped him of course, 50% cause it, you know, I'm a fucking, <laughs> that's how I always, you know, I'm a goddamn, yeah. you know, I got problems. Italian uh, to the bone, man. What the Italian fuck? to the bone. Doesn't what matter the- how sad you are. You're still Italian. <laughs> what the fuck was that guy doing? He works there and it's yeah. Valentine's Day and he's giving you shit. It's like, buddy, this is you're you're trying to make money here. What are you doing? You don't open with that. Anthony. Yeah, you don't you certainly don't open with that. Yeah. Well, I've got a theory. I think those jobs are this is just such dead end jobs. They're such they're such bad jobs that you're you're looking to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. You're looking for a way out. Yeah. You're, you're going up to every customer and going, what are you going to get, fuckface? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tita and I had to go to, um, Tita and I had to go to New Jersey today and we had like oh. this whole bunch of car inspection, but all this crap. Anyway, uh, Tita hands me a wad of cash. It must be like 200 bucks and like tens and twenties. And, uh, cause I had to go in to talk to the guy and she goes, and I ended up, whatever and i go i don't need the cash now and she goes we'll just hold on to the cash i know you like to have a wad of cash on you which was never realizing how well she knows me like (laughs) she knows how italian i am that i like to always have just a wad of cash in my hand where i can just go wait let me take care of you let me take care of him like it's so true i always feel so good when i have a nice like i think when i'm like rich rich i'm always have like a grand on me in just cash that i can just throw away money Anyway, I did thought you, it was a real nice thing to meet about. Did my you wife. get to the car inspection place and Tito was like, "Okay, pay him." And you were like, "I can't. I uh I just I I, I tipped the guy uh who pushed the walk button uh $700. So, sorry. Uh yeah. out of money." Yeah. I'll say that I would love a water cash. I'd love a water cash for just the licking the licking stick. Licking stick That's is great. great. That's fun, man. You know? Yeah. Give him a brush off. My hands don't have enough. Fing, my hands don't have enough friction. I gotta add some liquid spit yeah. to this. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. money is too dry for you. You guys want to see? <laughs> you guys want to see a wad of cash? Because I keep my. I won't say where. I don't want burglars. But mm-hmm. I do keep my. I keep my my uh, my my bug out money. Uh, you want me to show you a? Yeah, uh, get something to eat while you go. This guy's still mad about this. I just wanted to you know if hungry. there was I'm a salad you're hungry. I wanted to know if there was a salad bar. And I'm sorry. I immediately regretted it. It was re- wrong oh to God. do that during your story. It was I wrong. Actually, I remember the salad bar from Wendy's now. Even me looking at the picture, it didn't ring a bell. What? But I do remember the salad bar now. I like a good salad bar. That's it. But I wouldn't say Wendy's is a good one. No, it was a bad one. But I like any salad bar, really, you know? Charlie Browns did a good one. If I could introduce them into the fold, I just said that a few minutes ago. Yeah, I know you had mentioned that one. Uh, But I I wanted to go back to that. Charlie Browns, they had an exquisite salad bar uh, because they would they would offer um, they would offer a couple different varieties of croutons. If I remember, Mm -hmm. they'd offer a dark cube and a light cube. Yeah, spicy cube. One of them was like a spicier cube. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Next to also Tuesday. Right. No, I say they would also have the sugar cubes, which work for coffee. But I thought that was a salad thing, and so I would put sugar cubes on my salad. And I was like, "You'd think this would be good," and it just wasn't good. But that's where I was introduced to the sugar cube. I don't know who would think it would be good, but uh, uh, you put it way too close to the salad bar. People yeah, are going to put it in their right. salad. Well, yes, yeah, of course. That of course. And sweet and low. I like the oh. nice, a nice sweet and low on that salad. <laughs> also, too, when you're a kid, you're like, salad is. Blah, you know, yeah, but sugar is all right, so it's like, yeah, 
well, yeah. fuck it. Why isn't anyone doing this? You know, you see yourself as a pioneer. You kind of go, well, you know, until Louis Pasteur came around, we were just drinking a bunch of bad milk. Why <laughs> 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 can't I be him? Yeah. I Man, know. I tell you one of my favorite sound bar moves. This was, this was the Ruby Tuesdays in Willowbrook Mall. Uh, this guy, Chris, I told you story about this guy, Chris, in the past. Chris is the guy who got fired from Sears mm. uh, because um, we yeah. threw those, right. we threw the alarms on him. And turns out he was stealing a bunch of stuff and he ran. <laughs> right. right. Anyway, we go to lunch. Chris was already at lunch. He was supposed to come back. He wasn't. Me and my guy are at lunch. We see Chris in almost a full out fist fight with the manager who is screaming, <laughs> you can't take all the hard boiled eggs. And he's going, I paid for the salad bar. This is how many hard boiled eggs I want to take. I don't even want the other things. He thought that he could just pay for the salad bar and dump all the hard boiled eggs and just get 50 hard boiled eggs, eat uh, that for uh, lunch and leave. And they were screaming in each other's faces. That's just great. like, get the fuck out. And he was like, uh, I'll fucking kill everybody. And I was like, he's got a point, but also we are a civilization. Okay. Yeah. We know you can't just eat all the goddamn hard boiled eggs. Well, yeah. the problem is because he's right. Like, right. Chris is right. There are no rules, you know, but there's, but let's keep but, it that way. And you start yeah. doing that, they're going to make rules on you. They're going to go two right. plates per person. It's like, yeah. don't, you're taking advantage. You know it's a don't take all the hard-boiled eggs. That's a high-value item in the salad bar chain yeah. event. Take all the lettuce if you want. That stuff's, the, you know, they're swimming in it. This is not the salad bar. The buffet is not a post-apocalyptic gasoline world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think people do approach it that way where it's like, right. there's still civility to be had here. We're indoors, man. Yeah. yeah, just because you're in control of however much goes on your plate doesn't mean you can take all the goddamn crinkly corn. He had he had taken the metal canister out, like he he had it in his hand, like he lifted the metal canister out and was like, "See you guys later." Like just handing like a goddamn football. Yeah, yeah. I'd also like to say too, if you're on the other end of that spectrum, it's. If you're screaming at another man, you can't take all the goddamn hard-boiled eggs. It's time to. It's a time for reflection. You know, whatever yeah. legend at that point needs to be evaluated. Yeah, yeah. Which what Chris was doing in the salad bar is kind of like what they said Trump did to the presidency, where they were like, "There was a lot of rules that we didn't say we had to say." Oh, and right. now they're like, "Well, <laughs> yes, exactly." You know, like, no, nah, man, we got. We better get it on. We better get it on paper for the next guy, the crazier guy who comes back next week. Yeah, totally. Man, that's what I said. The one thing his presidency will do is a complete overhaul of the Constitution because they're going to they're going to have to be like and actually I used to do this as a joke, but they're going to have to be like uh, Amendment 101. Uh, <laughs> no throwing ham at a U.N. meeting. <laughs> yeah. uh, didn't think we'd ever have to say that. But now we got to, I guess. Um, see, we tackled the impeachment pretty good there. Yeah, I got it. Nailed it down. My brother, one day we we're at the we're at the buffet and there's this little motherfucker who literally is taking all because this happens a lot if you're at a buffet. All of the crab legs and like, oh, different sure. than Chris's scenario. And I'm 99% sure this was a 30 second exchange where the guy was putting all the crab legs and someone else was like, hey, man, what are you doing? And he was like, I can do what I want. And then he turns around. My brother stand there and he goes, what do you think you're doing? And the guy went, sorry. And just started putting crab legs. <laughs> Joe just used his his six foot intimidating yeah. tattooed self to get, cause my brother loves crab legs. If you know anything sure. about the wolf, that guy's a loves seafood. He loves lobster. He loves mussels. So he saw them and he scared the shit out of this little gambler at the Borgata to put the crab legs back. 
Yeah, Joe has a pre- he's uh, Joe's one of the warmest people I really have ever known. But he does have if if you if you didn't know that he's got a presence to him, mm-hmm. you know, and it goes beyond just the height because some people have height, but you're like I could snap you like a twig, tall man. <laughs> but Joe's got and, and and Joe also too. He's like I mean he's not a he's not a muscular guy. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm not saying that Joe's yeah. string bean. He's not ripped. He's not string bean though. He's either. not a string bean. He's not ripped. But there's a there's a girth that he's got. There's a walk that he's got to him that's just like I know not to mess with this guy. He's got heavy bones. He's got heavy bones. Yeah, he's maybe gonna, yeah, he'll beat the shit bones. out of you. you that's know? what not I mean. Us. We're friends, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not just all talk, Joe. Joe, I, I think Joe beats people up. Yeah, not anymore so much. Oh, no, he's, but in his in his prime, he used to you know? fight a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what I yeah, mean you know. is like you know when like yeah, like Bill Clinton, like people would go, he's just got a charisma to him that we just can't sure, right. put our finger on. Like yeah. Joe has that with in, being intimidating. You know, right. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. It's funny because I don't, I understand it. Like I've seen his band and I've seen pictures of him, right? Uh, but like as his brother growing up with him, it's like. I'm immune to it. Like him and of I course, used to fight sure, all the course. time. We used to fight all the time. Not all the time. But we would fight. And then I remember one time we were like f- fighting and I kind of like, not that I won, but I was on top of him or something. And, and then in, at the end he went, you know, I didn't fight you the most I could fight you. Yeah. And, and, and just to say, I've, I've never been afraid of Joe, but I could see it in strangers eyes. If there's like a moment of like, um, I might have to fight this guy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so I told you the time we're at the banner show. I don't know if I told you the board at the show. And uh, I was sitting next to Joe's standing next to Joe's girlfriend and some kid, you know, these kids would dance or mosh or whatever. And uh, this guy just goes to spin kick his girlfriend, but I just grabbed the kid and threw him. And uh, as I'm throwing him, someone comes behind me and like comes after me and starts choking me. But like behind, I don't know what happens with them. That guy kind of gets pulled over and some security guard grabs me and runs and I didn't really know what had kind of happened. But anyway, the kid, all I hear is what? And then Joe goes on the microphone and says, <laughs> if anyone touches my brother, I will t- I will cut your heart out with a spoon. I will kill every last right. motherfucker in here and not m- miss a minute of sleep. And the entire room stopped. And I went, holy shit. So what had happened was I had pushed some kid who was in this gang, some bullshit gang. And somebody else came after me, but the security guard, knowing I was Joe's brother, grabbed me and was like, I'm going to get him out of here before this explodes. And then Joe scared. I literally watched him scare the shit out of 200 people on the microphone, like a room stopped. I went, oh, I guess he is intimidating. It was like a wild day. Anyway, nothing really happened to me. And the kid ended up, we ended up talking anyway. And the kid was like, oh, I didn't know you were Joe's brother. I I love you. I love you, brother. (laughs) I was like, whatever, dude. And you're like, hey, man, are you, so you're just spin kicking guys you didn't know were Joe's brother? Also not great. Spin kicking girls. He wasn't spin kicking me. He was spin kicking the girl next to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's just like, I'm just trying to get them. I'm trying to keep them safe. Yeah, yeah. like was, Jimmy Ironfingers. They yeah. all had names. They were like Billy Billy Winkle, Old Scorpion Rick. They were all that. All those guys. I don't know. If you what do you mean the, the Moshers? Oh, everybody in all the, the kids in the hardcore scene okay. had a name. Uh-huh. It was like Jimmy Little. Tony. It's like they're like the mob. They always had these weird little <laughs> yeah. Willy fingers. It was like man, wild. If I had known that, part of my if I had known that, I might have joined. The idea of a name is fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one yeah. for all the you know the. uh the dark clothing and 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 uh, stuff like that, but the the, the, the dark clothing. Yeah, <laughs> they wear a lot of dark clothing. No, I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah they wear yeah. black because they're yeah. all colorblind. 
It's like a casual funeral in there. <laughs> That's how I always saw it. <laughs> I think it's like a, a, a yeah. if anything, it's more like a uh, ex- extraordinarily uh, uh, elevated energy funeral. You know, it's a mm. I, I don't know. Casual mm. is the word. It says some the dress kind of code. I meant you, 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 you. Oh, the dress code, sure. But in the fact, the actual show itself, you've wandered into sort of uh, the death, uh, the the funeral of a post apocalyptic sort of leader evil leader you know like yeah. a mad mac the bad guy in mad max that's how they celebrate his death with mm. you know kicking each other and spin kicks and yeah. that type of music i wonder if there was you know because i know satanism you know i don't know that it played a hand in this but people's fear <laughs> no, nothing to do with Satan. you don't know if it did or not okay yeah <laughs> well, i don't know if satanism had played a hand in this <laughs> What I'm saying is people's fear of Satanism, because, you know, I think people live with this like they won't even admit it to themselves, but they live with this little bit of fear that the devil can be conjured somehow. You just have to align the right parts. And I do think looking at that scene, I think they're going they're trying to bring him up somehow. If they all hit the same motion at the same time, he's going to come back. So I'm worried that's what's going on here. I do love how you said everyone. Lives with the fear that Satan can be brought up if somehow the right parts are aligned. And Greg yeah, the candles, being, the moons. Greg being the be- great friend that he is, just goes right, right. Yeah, we everyone everyone does have that fear that uh, if somehow they inadvertently do the wrong form of movement, uh, Satan's parts will all come together and he will yeah. arise. Satan's into art. If you can draw a pentagram or the right kind of picture, Satan will show his face. Yeah. He it seems like he likes chants. That seems to be like the big, you know, you can bring him back by way of a chant and, you know, drop a shoe in a cauldron. But right. No email ooh. system. <laughs> no email system. This guy will only come back to a really archaic sort of maneuver. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. And what a silly. You're right, man. I never really hit upon that as like, a, what a silly thing. And what a what a prima donna move by Satan yeah. to be like, you really want me back? Well, here's what you got to do. Yeah. You got to burn the right sticks. At the right, right hour, under no. the right tree with the right goat. Yeah. At some point, <laughs> it's like, hey, man, it's fine. You're Satan. But let's just come clean. Clean. You got a virgin's blood fetish. You know what I mean? Yeah, because man. you you claim you can hear everything. So why can't mm. I just say, hey, buddy, need you. You know, you got, right. I got a, I got a, I got to kill a 16 year old on a, on a cloudless <laughs> night in, in, uh, on a leap year. Come on, mm-hmm. man. You're just into weird shit. You know, yeah, I, just, I always wondered if a lot of those like Satanists were just running around being like, does dry humping count? Does dry <laughs> yeah. humping, she was on a horse and her hymen broke. What, do, what is it? Full penetration? Is it a fingering? Yeah. Like what's a, because scientists, four out of five scientists will agree. Your blood really doesn't change after you have sex. It's pretty much the same blood. <laughs> it's not a whole, you know. No, it's not and like the a, fifth uh, is a Satanist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I got a foolproof plan should I ever run into Satan that I think is really going to get to him. It's mm-hmm. I've had it for a long time. I'm going to pretend I don't know of him and mis- repeatedly mispronounce his name, Satan. Uh, and, <laughs> and yeah. I feel like he's Fun. never had anyone take that such a passive aggressive uh, <laughs> belittling methodology of dealing with him and that uh, it's really going to throw his whole game off, you know, I think right. great move. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone tries to fight him with some kind of special sword that's been, you know, dipped in a 
in a priest's mouth. Sure. Yeah. Um, right. But classic, no one, it's a classic, classic one. <laughs> the mouth, the priest mouth and dip sword. I don't know what movie was it. Blade was that in Blade where they went? Uh, someone get a priest over here to lick this sword. <laughs> Whatever. Sword swallowing priest. Yeah, in a priest mouth. You know, there's like yeah. this like mysterious lore that comes along with this weaponry. But then yeah. there's like the schematics of it where you're like, well, what counts as a dip? You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Say stuff like that, and then the then the sword doesn't work, and now you're left with this thing in Satan's belly. Meanwhile, he's just fine, and you're going. I, I guess I should have kept it in that guy's mouth longer. Yeah. <laughs> I often think, man, you you ever watched the uh, you ever watched the Weather Channel? I'm not really sure if you're familiar how rain works. I used to but, more, yeah. But a rain will work through <laughs> evaporation, right? So if you've got holy water. At some point, it will evaporate and then turn into rain, right? right? And then is that rain falls on a vampire, do they die? Right? Yeah, can, a, can a priest just bless the clouds or the ocean? And then it's just blessed forever? So now these, these goddamn uh, uh, night stalkers can't go to the beach? Yeah, this is a great point. They should do that. You know, like those propeller planes that just kind of spray pesticide over... Uh, yes. Holy water. Water. They over should the whole just world. do that over the ocean, man. That's just a great move, Greg. Yeah. Of what? Mm-hmm. Holy water? Yeah, no, get, have a priest go to the beach, look at the ocean, and go. I bless all of this, right? Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't know. Holy water is water just is. regular water. Yes, yes. I'm just, hearing it now. Yep, it's not special water. No, it's just regular <laughs> water that a priest <laughs> has blessed and made holy. Right. Um, totally. Which they seem to be only capable. They're sort of like a. They're like a a, a a brewery in Austin, you know. They seem to be. They seem to only do small batch. Uh, that's their thing. Yeah, uh, because it's like, they, and they they'd come up with some excuse like do the ocean, and they're like, well, we can't because you know they got Muslims in there. We don't want to. Muslims in the ocean? <laughs> well, they swim. Sure, they swim. Oh, right. Yeah. Bin well, yeah, that, that's probably their main thing is. Well, we don't want to bring Bin Laden back to life. And I bet- if I bless this ocean with my powers, that guy's walking right out of here. Yeah, true. Guess who's you know, guess who's got some grounds to go to heaven now? Well, I guess, I think also in the Bin Laden thing, I'm I'm with. But also, you know, <laughs> these sharks are eating people in the waters. See these now that now that these people are like a Catholic shark ate me, <laughs> and the the. the, the <laughs> They already got enough bad press to deal with. They want to throw that in the lot for him, you know? I don't know that Mary had a lot of bad press. I'd say of all people on earth, Mary had the best press. I oh, think what? he's referring to the pedophiles. The <laughs> yeah. massive yeah. pedophilia ring. Mary? You said Mary. No, no, he said no, he said they. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I said that. I, I probably just said uh, I probably said something that's uh, uh, I pronounced it funny and you probably heard it differently. Right. Priests are, I said this and I'll say it in a hundred. The thing that makes me the most mad about QAnon is that they were all ready to march into the Democrat run pedophile ring, but they walked all past the church. No one seemed to want to stop at a church, do a quick dry run on all That's these priests funny. that were convicted and did do like legitimately, but they were like, nah, we, we, we'd rather go after uh, Bill Clinton. It's yeah. like with zero That's accusations so of pedophilia. And not to mention, yeah. jumping on what you said, agree 100%. Not to mention, n- new ones keep happening. Where it's like, at some point, it's like, buddy, if you're a pedophile, you can't join the top pedophile club. Like, they're going to get you. You know what right. I mean? Like, there's new guys involved. And it's like, what are you, fucking nuts? You're, right. uh, 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 you, you guys have been caught enough already. Raise your hand, Anthony. I think I have a solution. Uh, I agree with you. Why not just make a church that all the priests are pedophiles? 
You yeah, know what I mean? It's called Pretty Catholic Church. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know how there's like Bud Light, normal Bud. This will be, you know, you like one church where it's like, all right, these are all these are all open pedophiles Let at this me church. Ask you a question, <laughs> yes, Anthony. Right. I'm going to ask you a very strict question would. here. I was hoping now, somebody would. I hate to put you in this role, right? But let's say <laughs> that they do this. They go, all right, this is the pedophile church. <laughs> if you're a pedophile, right, and you're you know you're looking for action, right, you're not going to join the church where no one is letting their kids go to, right? I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no one's mm-hmm. no criminals aren't hanging out in the Bat Cave. That's where Batman is, right? So you, that, like, that might not have worked. No, but what I guess but, I'm, yeah, I get what you you're know saying. what I mean. Like yeah. you, if you're a pedophile, most of it is hanging in the darkness. Yeah, the shadows are your friends. Is one of these cre- you right. know these night creepers. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and, but I think Brendan had a different point. Well, I no, I mean I agree with you 100. <laughs> percent But I also think. Uh, this reeks of, uh, I think, you know, these guys, they're no dummies. And this reeks of like when, uh, like down in Texas, they just call everyone with an outstanding warrant and say like, hey, man, you won a boat. And then they come in and they get arrested. You know, right. like that's what's going to happen when they're like put out a flyer. Like, guess what, guys? Are you a pedophile? It's your lucky day. We're doing one church full of all of you. And it's like, you know, that's a clearly a sting yeah. operation. Anthony, also, you got to think, is the juice worth the squeeze? Right. Mm, Let's say a priest not. comes out and says, hey, man, we're doing pedophile church and you're a pedophile who's a priest. <laughs> and you say, cool. What's the added bonuses? Are you going to have children there that we can do this to? And they're going to go, no, that's illegal. They go, well, then why am I outing myself as a pedophile <laughs> to join your church? We're clear. Like, do you get a discount at the local Bennigan's? Like, what's the positive for for pedophile priests to join this church? Maybe only if they're accused, they're forced to be in that church. Well, yeah. I think if they do anything, you know, it's not their fault then, you know, because then, because <laughs> then people yeah, go like, uh, <laughs> edit that. Let's get the timestamp like, on that. It's, so it's, cut like, that out uh, of the it's like, hey man, I had a beware of the dog sign up. You yeah. saw it. It was yeah. on the front door. You it says got visitors bit. will be shot. That's what it says. You can do, do what I All want. Right, well, you know, not every day. Not every idea is bought by the sharks. Well, and I don't want to I don't want to further just rip on it because I think it came from a good place. But I'd like to I'd like to just ask one one more question is priests aside, people (laughs) with children aside, who are these people that would prefer that as their church anyway, even if you don't have kids? What do you think? A good sermon Uh, is a good sermon. My mom will say he's like, look, I go to this guy on Thursday because he does the best one. The other guy barely knows English. Well, yeah, yeah, I would say for people that are struggling with whatever they're struggling with, you got a guy up there who you know is openly battling his own pedophilia. It's going to add a little bit of weight to the stories. You know what I mean? That's true. So I do, you know, I I do think also too in confess, you'll probably be more open to confession when you know the guy on the other end of the horn is doing what he's up to. When, uh, when, when my Irish grandfather lived with us, uh, he would go to mass every morning. He would, he became more, m- more religious later in his life. He would be, he would go to mass every morning. And one time he went back to Ireland and he brought these, um, he bought these, uh, like special altar candle. I don't know what they're called. They're like a, it's a religious thing that hold the candles on the altar. He bought them out of Waterford crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he didn't have a lot of money. He bought them gave them to the nuns that that run this where he would go to mass like around the corner from our house um they did not fit the type of candles they used the nuns were very gracious but they couldn't use them but they kept uh, them they were very gracious and 
uh, but they didn't use him. Grandfather stopped being a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Never went again. Yeah, did not did. find another place. Just said, fuck you. Yep. I bought you crystal. <laughs> this thing's a sham. I'm going to hell now for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. I mean, good for him. The whole yeah. isn't the whole basis of religion forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Man. All right. Well, let me get into my Valentine's Day thing. Sure. Right. I, w- I wanted to ask you guys about your Valentine's Day. That was just a quick aside. Oh yeah, no, no problem. This is how this is how this podcast has a quick aside, an hour and fifteen minutes. Although I would mm. like to say this, I'm, I wouldn't have any quick. other way. And then I get into your thing. As much as I derailed Greg and feel bad about it, the salad bar thing did lead to some good uh, juice. Of course, you know. That's, so you know, everything, everything leads to good juice when you got the when you got LeBron James of not being able to stop talking in the room. <laughs> <laughs> You know, here's the thing. And, you know, it's an apt analogy, Greg, because his best skill is a passer. But when needed to score, King James will deliver. (laughs) Um, And he seems impervious to age, much like you. Me? Yeah. Oh, you think yeah. I'm not aging? I'm oh, aging I horrifically. You down. I couldn't pinpoint your age down for a trillion dollars. I look, I've always looked 10 more than I was. <laughs> I had a girl say the other day, she goes, you know, when I'm 50 like you, and I went, I am 32. It was when I was 32. <laughs> she was, it's not honest, she was like an eight-year-old girl. She was 31. <laughs> I've had, I've had gray since day oh, one, brother. Man, that's great. But also uh, moisturizing. All right, you guys ready for my Valentine's Day thing? Yeah, yeah. Two words: silk gun. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do with those two words. Yeah, gonna need four words. words. Yeah. <laughs> silk Turn, gun. Silk gun. Shoot silk, or a gun that uh, get, will fall apart when you hold it. It's made of silk. Or is it silk upholstery? You know it, what I mean. It turns whatever you've got into silk. Oh, like a regun kind of deal. So you yep. can shoot it at something and it turns into silk. Now, yep, that's a good I idea. Am, I am racking my brain for applications <laughs> here. And my God, if I can't find a single one, except just the owner of a fortune off. <laughs> I'm trying to sell bed sheets. Well, I don't know what it is about silk, but people, it's, it's a sexual Material. It's the most sexual of fabrics. Yes, it's the most sexual of fabrics. For whatever reason, silk has been decided upon as the most sexual of fabrics. I've been trying to sell silk condoms, but I'll tell you the FDC will not approve them. The CDC will not say these are stopping diseases because they're so they because water goes right through them. Can I, can I say this too? If you've ever seen a man rejected while wearing silk, it's a beautiful thing. Because <laughs> um, you know, if they're putting on silk, they're they're only put on silk for one reason, and that's romance. Mm-hmm. I watched my uncle Paul in a Caribbean bedroom in a pair of silk boxers get rejected by my aunt Bev, and it was beautiful music. Why were why, you watching? Why were you? Why were you in this possession? Yeah, I thought you were out and about. Yeah. You were in well, the marital bedroom. <laughs> Make yeah. the boy watch. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I was. Uh, I don't know why I was in there. It was nothing. Uh, I was. Who knows? I, I didn't have the bed again. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, our family. I who? That's a good question as to why I was in there. I don't think it was. I had my shirt on. 
I remember that. Well, <laughs> thank God. Good. I mean, Great. not the first question I would ask, but probably the most important one. Yeah. Well, if your uncle Paul well, is trying to seduce your aunt in silk, I would hope all your clothes were on. Yeah, I was going to say shirt, second most important question. Pants, really <laughs> the most important. Yeah, no, I had my pants. I think I might even had a basketball around my arm. Um, I was in there. I was probably in there just because I like to see what they were doing because I would get, you know, I'd get a little bored with my mom and grandma every now and again. And I remember him drunkenly trying to kiss my aunt in a pair of silk boxers. And I remember being like, I should probably go. And my aunt going, you think it's going to happen tonight, pal? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting that Aunt Bev's uh, rejection was not something along the lines of uh, not when Anthony is standing right there staring at us. Well, I'm a, I was a pretty shy kid. Yeah. You might you know, have been I, I, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very chameleon-like as a yeah, kid. Most people yeah. would think I was a piece of wallpaper, and then I would <laughs> pop out and scare them. I'd like to rehash something you had mentioned to me yesterday, if we could. My God, Anthony told me a little story about how his grandmother would hit him. She, Anthony would do something <laughs> wrong, and then grandma would wait till he would fall asleep and then hit him with a spoon <laughs> because I, she couldn't catch him. Anthony, could you elaborate? You can catch me during the day. <laughs> at some point, at some point, she understood that I was too fast for her old bones, but she didn't. She knew I wouldn't count on her crossing a line. Mm. The line being if I fell asleep, she could get me in my sleep because I couldn't move. So I'd fall asleep and then she, I'd wake up to the tap of a wooden spoon on my forehead. <laughs> She did, yeah. That's it's when such, she'd get me. Italian, that's such Italian vengeance shit, right? Yeah. It's like we don't let anything sleep, even if it's your grandkid. No, <laughs> Who did something wrong. And it's so funny because, like, at her age, like she probably wanted to sleep. You know, was ready for bed, and was like, "I gotta stay up and hit mm-hmm. Anthony with a spoon." Yeah, I gotta wait up yeah. past my own bedtime. Wait till he's in deep REM sleep and hit him in the head with a spoon. Not even that hard. Yeah, and then they would sort of complain that I had issues falling asleep at night. <laughs> I couldn't imagine how you don't have issues falling asleep now. First of all, they stuck me in a skeletal basement. <laughs> that's to begin no, with. You don't get to say in a skeletal basement. Home. No, and that thing had a basketball. You had basketball hoops and Larry Johnson posters and Nintendos. It didn't start that way, Greg. <laughs> they filled that thing with toys because they put me in a, a goddamn kink dungeon for years. <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, I don't have very, very vague, um, but it was like an Italian basement. I had like a big Italian dinner table down there that never was used. If it was like, it was as if like a ghost, it was like an abandoned uh, Italian family's home that had been left for years in that basement. Am I wrong? Uh, it kind of felt that way. I mean, they were, yeah, I mean, they did a lot of stuff. Nothing, nothing looks more dead than something that's supposed to have life. So they did a lot of stuff like, you know, that's so the true. bunk beds. Like right. uh, they, they wanted me to feel like I had company around me, but without company, it's so depressing. Oh, and then yeah, they're right. like, cause you're like right. company's supposed Those to count. be here, but it's not. And that's right. something sadder than that. And then oh, I, had sure. a, I had a big fold out uh, oval Yankee uh, a table with a Yankee emblem on it. That was, yeah, I could see it about eight, but there was always one of me. So what you're saying is like, like, like when you're in a forest, 
mm-hmm. and you don't see other people, it's okay. It's a forest. Right. Exactly. If you're in a if you're in a New York City and you don't exactly. see another person, it's spooky because exactly. people are supposed to be there. Yep. And that's why you had this Yankees poker table with no mm-hmm. one to play, mm-hmm. full yeah. basketball court. Yep. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. Your basement yep. had a very like 80s feel to it too. You were living yeah. like uh, Will Smith in I Am Legend, you know, except, yeah. except New York City was actually just your basement and you could, you had the run of it. Uh, but yet, but yet all you wanted was your children to be alive again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Picture a carnival, but only with one boy. I often think sometimes that all of your aunts had children, but you don't remember. They all were, they all died or something. <laughs> and you don't remember them because your grandma would hit you on the head every night with a spoon and cracking your old memory base. Could be. I wouldn't be surprised if my brain, if they, if they did a scan and they went, you're, you're fine. Your brain's just a little loose. So that's why some things just don't connect sometimes, you know? <laughs> You're not uh, dumb or smart. You just, it's, you know, you got a little gap in between. Hitting you at night is so funny. That's so, so funny. Makes sense. And it's so fucking crazy and great. Yeah. I think for her, I say, I think Italian people, vengeance is the same as like having, it's like a bodily function. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know how you'll be like, ah, I want to sleep, but I got to pee. I got to pee. That's the way they feel about like a grudge. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I I found this uh, kind of somewhat disturbing fact out about myself that I did not really know. I knew I climbed out of my crib like very early, like right. and and I saw so I've always known that, and I've seen it as a sign of great uh, sportsmanship and athleticism, right. and that's why I refuse <laughs> past a certain age. My baby won't be in a sleep sack because I want to see how soon it can climb out. What I did not know is my mom was telling Amy this. That for like years, I would, and they, like, at first my parents were concerned and would put me back in. And then they were just like, that's how he sleeps. I would climb out of my crib, like starting when I was like one, I would climb out of my crib, open a door and sleep just with no blankets on a hardwood floor outside of my parents' bedroom every night (laughs) for years, every night. And they didn't, they like gave up on putting me back in because they were like, he just does that. And that was my sleeping lifestyle from like the age of one to five. And like, now I know that's why I don't like covers. Cause I, you know, I sleep on top Mm. of the covers as everyone knows. I won't go under the covers. I can't be nailed down. Uh, So, uh, and then my Valentine's story, as we're uh, this tremendous Valentine's episode, uh, really, really nailed down this, really nailed the subject matter. God, we're really handcuffing ourselves with this mm-hmm. new business, but I think we're doing well. Uh, uh, I so I got a little something for it. Well, we're like Greg, we're we're not real big on Valentine's, you know, but uh, I I I got a little something for Amy and um, and uh, a card and stuff and a few little things and. I said it was uh, from me and the baby, you know, like uh, and then she, you know, thanked the baby and went over and kissed her. So then my own insecurities, I had to go. No, 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 no. It was yeah. from me. <laughs> it was from me. She, I just said that. But I did it. Right. She goes, I, yeah, I knew that, Brendan. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a pathetic. Thank the baby first, which I think is that, that, well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, come Fuck on, up. you know, what's that? You know, I got it. You know, I did it. She can't, that baby can't d- drive. Yeah. I do shit for you. Very yeah. well. <laughs> My brother yeah. used to lift. Go ahead, Anthony. Sorry. 
Well, I, yeah, well, we all we all share our actual Valentine's story, so I might as well share my own. Uh, you know, on Valentine's Day every year, Julie and I go to the top of the Empire State Building. We throw mm-hmm. toothpicks at all the hot air balloons in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as everyone knows, the Empire State <laughs> Building is teeming with hot air balloons around it, like it's a 1940s uh, steampunk era. <laughs> they love to allow hot air balloons, just a freedom of airspace around New York City, particularly post 9-11. Fly a hot air balloon wherever the fuck you want. Well, you when know, you we think gotta... of that New York City skyline, you think hot air balloons. Everyone knows it. Well, you know, we, you know, we're a strange sexual couple, so we get off on these kind of things. But uh, because of the pandemic, uh, the I guess there are no, no <laughs> hot air balloons are flying at 10 percent capacity this year. So we couldn't we couldn't do that. Um, so instead, uh, we stayed home and uh, fought each other. <laughs> man, man, you have nothing. You had yeah. you used to throw toothpicks at a hot air balloon, and then you dismounted with. We fought each other. Well, we're enrolled in a Zoom fight club. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> so you know, we're you know, and it, it just happened to be that Valentine's Day this year landed on the the uh, 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 one of the classes. Right. Yeah, they so, don't reschedule. Yeah, they don't know. They don't reschedule yeah. at all. But um, in all honesty, what happened was uh, I wasn't we, we were, <laughs> not going to get each other anything. That was the thing. We're not going to get each other every, anything because, you know, treat every day like a poem. And mm-hmm. um, my mom got in my head because she always gets in my head about holidays because they're very big for her. And then eventually I'll let her psychosis seep into me and I go, I got to get something for Julia. Yeah. And then I, I got her some. I don't know, bullshit gold necklace. And I wrote like a thoughtful card and gave her roses. But, uh, you know, That's so much stuff. We had so much. This is this, roses. This is a, a humble brag. Oh, I, yeah, I got her a I'll bullshit golden necklace. Not in my, it's not real gold. Her, her whole chest will be green in a week. No. My, uh, my, no, not my mom's eyes. My mom was like, it wasn't, my mom goes, if it's not real gold, it's not even worth getting. It's, she's right. Right. I mean, I don't agree. That's why I didn't get her anything because I couldn't get real gold. Yeah. That was, yeah. So, uh, you know, hopefully Cuomo will uh, allow these hot air balloons to fly again because I can't take another Valentine's Day like the one I had. It's devastated the industry because they said to those guys, they go, look, you're fine. You just got to (laughs) operate at 25% capacity. And those guys go, hey, man, my capacity is two. So yeah, what do you want? So I can get a kid. That's it. One kid. I can take a kid up. That's it. They don't. I'd, pay. I'd like to circle back to something Brendan said on uh, hot air balloons being uh, not being able to fly so much or after nine eleven. I'd like to argue that the attacks on the September eleventh buildings had zero bearings on hot air balloons, as I couldn't imagine any hot air balloon doing anything to a building as they travel so slow. The big problem for hot air balloons in New York City is called tanglement. Okay, those things will get tangled in almost anything. And skyscraper, it is not the buildings you need to be careful of. Well, there's where you're wrong, my friend. Now, tanglement, yes, tanglement has always been an issue, and that's day one in hot air balloon captaincy class. 
entanglement and we're out to avoid it. Uh, <laughs> but man, you look, you pack a, th- a hot air balloon with explosives. You've got way more. You, you're, 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 you're a and plane you just hope it goes towards a building. <laughs> you got to look at the wind, you know, you got to judge the wind, wait for the right day. Pick it, you, 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 you take a reading of the wind and then you, <laughs> And then you take your uh, takeoff point. You, you take off your math right. You, you sound take off at JFK. Eighty percent of those exploding hot air balloons are over the Hudson. All <laughs> yeah. right, it's all ending like the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Brendan, right. you sounded like a guy who uh, a guy at an ISIS meeting who goes, "You don't talk for a month now <laughs> after that proposal." <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do wonder though, and I do think it's funny that there the hot air balloon industry after nine eleven happened would go, "Shit, this isn't going to be good for us." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and then the CIA went, "You're fine. <laughs> You're totally fine. You can. Yeah. We can take you out with a blowgun." <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder if they looked upon like dentists are looked upon as doctors. You know what I mean? Where they're just like, you know, we're pilots too. And they're like, you're a guy in a basket. Shut up. Right. Well, you're a guy with a rope. Yeah. You pull. Yeah. You pull a rope. You're like, a, you're like, a, you're like the guy who rings the bells at church. That's all you yeah. do. In fact, often they recruit from them. Like, is that guy ringing the bells at Notre Dame? See if he wants to fly the fucking uh, hot air balloon. <laughs> Same thing. Same what concept. Kind of what kind of GPS are you on there? Garmin? Doesn't matter. Yeah. None of this shit means anything because you have zero control over this. Yeah, yeah. Zero. I, I've said this before because I was like, I was very curious. I was so curious about hot air balloons and how they land that I looked it up. And uh, I've talked about it before in the podcast. Pretty much the, <laughs> the captain of a hot air balloon, his main concern is from the time they launch, he needs to immediately start looking for a safe place to land that's That's his whole job because like that's why you can only fly hot air balloons near fields and parking lots because that's Mm -hmm. really all that where the only place they can land i was on i didn't go on it but the only hot air balloon i've ever seen in real life was one it was in a field and the whole thing was it was attached to a rope so it just went up and the rope kept it <laughs> and then it went down the rope and it was like well this is genius right yeah it, it just, the thing doesn't go anywhere it just goes up and they pull the motherfucker down and it was like well that's that's like a fun hot air you just get to see the height without having to have the fear of going anywhere yeah yeah brendan business idea i'd like to submit to you based <laughs> off your idea so you would be uh that's my idea that's real that's well real. i i think i've seen that too Never thought about it. Hot air balloons. What's the problem? Don't know where we're going, right? Then this person solves it. Let's go nowhere. We've got a rope. Combine those two ideas. Tie it to a car. That's great. Right? Yeah. Hot air balloons. Tie it to a car. car. You go wherever you want. Yeah. It'll drag you around. Just hope you don't get any street wires. Uh, <laughs> oh, the entanglement yeah, issue. Go to entanglement. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, walk walk me through what the car does in this scenario. Drives. I mean, how do you not see this? <laughs> yeah. The car, there's a rope attached to a car in the hot air balloon. The car drives around, <laughs> it drags the hot air balloon in the air. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Okay. Yes. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Wait, hold on, because now I've got questions. What were you thinking was happening? <laughs> I thought instead of a bat, I'm not sure what I was saying. Oh, thinking. you thought yeah. you thought you would be in the car yes. and the balloon would raise the car. Yes. No, I'm saying tie tie the basket and the whole rig to the car. Car drives around like you're water skiing, takes right. you wherever you want to go. But Greg brings up a great point. Tanglement's gonna be huge on that. Just attach the basket to a bunch of drones. I mean, how is the air balloon still even happening? Drones will get you everywhere now. 
Just get a bunch of drones attached to a chair and fly around. Or not only that, is there anyone doing a hot air balloon with a propeller? Has anyone even tried to improve hot air balloons? Well, because what will happen is the propeller will... A plane, yeah, they went plane. Into the plane, Brendan. No, but I mean in the hot air balloon community, like some steering, steering in a hot air balloon, right? Like a motor. I'd feel safer on a kite, if I'm being honest with you. A kite is safer. A glider, hang glider. That's what a that's what a hang glider is. A big, big old kite. Yeah, yeah. Hang gliding seems so much fun. If not for, uh, man, I wish I can't get around the impending doom of me falling to my death and if i could get over that man hang hang gliding it seems like a great time i mean i've been skydiving before but i i I don't think i would do it now you know what i mean you know how you want to go hang gliding yes no you do then tell me (laughs) oh i thought you were asking you know how i want to go i thought no do you want to how you want to go how you want to go hang gliding How, how do you want how does he want to go hang gliding VR. That's what you do. You just go yeah, VR yeah, now. Yeah. VR and you put a fan in your room. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do this. You do VR. Yeah. A fan plus VR can get you so many places. A fa- <laughs> like, uh, like you go stand on a hill, get a fan, you're skiing. You know what I mean? Like any, right. anything uh, with VR and a fan can be accomplished. Why don't we do that as a as a like a a podcast um, advertising event? We rent out a studio in Manhattan. We call it the Rad Dudecast VR Room, mm-hmm. and we we just get a fan, and we we got you get you well, you put an Oculus on, and then we provide the environment. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Let me tell you this. Let's even do one better, right? What we do is we get these people a VR headset, right? We're going you're going to be in the rad dude cast world, but we can't afford VR. We just give them a pair of broken sunglasses and then we are just in the room with them. We just let their yeah. real eyes see us. Yeah. And like does it feel like we're touching you? We just smack them in the face. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like we don't got to get the technology. I've got another one too. All right. And I think that's great. I mean, I'm just want to what if two it, there's there's no VR. Um there's a room, there's fans, we're there. We just we we go free water on the house, and that water is laced with psilocybin mushrooms. <laughs> so and these people drink it, they go somewhere else, and we're yeah. like, and we we put a bunch of yeah, exactly what Greg is saying. We put a fake pair of head fan, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. These are VR. There's a VR machine, and then the next yeah. thing you know, they're having the trip of their lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Just and I got a guy. I can get us a deal on a bunch of empty ski goggles, no lenses. Yeah. So that's exactly. all you need, right? Yeah. Get you, you dose. <laughs> You give them a couple of no lens ski goggles and they think they're who knows where they think they are. Mike, I know you're in a hotel, but I feel like we've been going for 75 hours. Yeah. He left. No, Greg just asked the exact same thing. <laughs> I thought we were about an hour at this point. Oh, all right. Yeah, I thought we were going long. Um I'm not not I'm not complaining about that. I was like, oh, I thought we were making a calculated effort to go long. No, we're done. Sweet. That, I, would, I think we we hit Valentine's Day pretty good. Yeah, we didn't do the impeachment, but I'm over That's it. That's anyway. for next time or none none times. And if you think I didn't talk about Gina Carano on 15 different topics <laughs> podcast as the Mandalorian guy who's got to cover this and then get it. This is how people. Let me just say this is how people ask me about Gina Carano. Greg, you're in the Mandalorian. What do you think about the Gina Carano thing? And then I go, here's what I think, and they go, let me tell you what you think, and I'm going to talk for an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's, also, that's what everyone. That's like a good time. <laughs> so funny that, like, well, 
Greg, you're a fan of a show this lady was an actress on. Like, mm-hmm. you must know all the ins and outs of her personal uh, opinions. And like, <laughs> um, anyway, that that's a rad dude cast. Uh, if you want merch, uh, if you want, uh, we got some great stuff on teespring.com slash uh, stores slash rad dude cast. Um, uh, check that out. We've got some, man, there's some cool masks and, and like neck gaiters and stuff. I, I would recommend uh, shirts, the whole deal. Um, I would say follow the Rad Dude Cast and all the platforms, really, uh, at the Rad Dude Cast. Uh, and then follow all of our individual socials where we're really hitting some uh, Instagram stories hard. A lot of fun these days. Uh, and then um, if you're interested uh, in some bonus comp, uh, go to patreon.com. Uh, slash rad dude cast. You get an ep- extra episode every week, a bunch of fun tiers, a bunch of cool stuff happening over there. I personally, uh, for my plugs, uh, I will be at the comedy attic, uh, uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, February, uh, 26th and 27th. Uh, and that is, uh, in Bloomington, Indiana. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen the floor to the gentleman from the other gentleman. Oh man. Uh, can I say this? I think it's kind of fun that we do the intro in the beginning of what we're going to talk about just because then by the end of the episode, people can go, well, this is what they tried to do. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like That's it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Um, it's pr- maybe a little backwards. I have no idea, but I think it's hilarious. So, um, and I think we kind of say in the chit chats what we did. So I'm fine with it, man. You know? No, I love it. I think it's actually a really fun way to do a podcast. Yeah. Is that this is how we're starting? We're yeah. gonna try to talk about Valentine's Day, but we might talk about a priest of a church <laughs> that only lets pedophiles because that's the new business plan. <laughs> That might be what you get. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, man, I, I got some dates coming at you. Um, February. February. Why don't 20- you look it up? <laughs> <laughs> I can talk for a minute and you get your dates right. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got, I got, I got. February 20th. I'll be at City Steam in Hartford, Connecticut. Eight o'clock. Uh, March 3rd. I'll be at Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and uh, that's it. Great. <laughs> you follow me on my YouTube. I'd appreciate everybody if you guys uh, go to my YouTube page and hit subscribe and uh, Instagram. Uh, it's Greg F. Stone. Greg, just write Greg Stone Comedy. You'll find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter. I'm trying to get some uh, Instagram and YouTube followers. It'd be nice. Uh, that's really about it. And check out Mike's uh, Mike's Suarez. And all the things Mike is doing, he's great. He's uh, great. It's Twitter. Follow him on Twitter, Mike V Suarez or some shit. I think yeah, that's it, I'm actually. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Mike's that great. And um, that's all she wrote, as they say in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say in baseball. Whoa, shit! I hit almost the wrong button. Baseball. All right, see you guys. The Rad Dude Cast is hosted by Anthony DeVito, Brendan Ayer, and Greg Stone. Original music by Brian Zippert. Produced by Mike Suarez. Executive producers Brendan Ayer, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly. 
for the Laugh Button Podcasts.